Today on episode 29 of the High Performance Leadership Podcast, training versus development. A seven session training with, you know, at three hours a pop, is that going to be enough to modify behavior, to execute on strategy? No, but, but is training a component of development? Yes. You're listening to the High Performance Leadership Podcast, insights and information from world-class leadership experts. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Randy Lane. Today's podcast is going to be a little different than most. We're going to play another Chip Clip. Chip Wilson, my co-host, teaches many classes, workshops, and academies throughout the year, and sometimes we record it. Today, we're going to share a segment from our end-of-the-year academy we just hosted last week. Chip talks about the difference between training and development and why business owners need to get clear on their strategy before they can hope to fix issues in their organization. And now I'll turn it over to Chip. A part of strategy is what business are we in, but also just importantly, what's our mission, our vision, our values? Who do we want to be? That kind of stuff. And how are we going to reinforce that? Once that clarity is there, In my opinion, then and only then can we then transition over to the people side of the business. Because if we haven't assessed where they're currently at, well, let me just step back. A, they have to agree, at least conceptually, that they want to move away from the model that they have, which might be very traditional, and they see the need to transition into more of a high-performing organization. And why do they want to transition to that? Have them explain it, buy in, reiterate back to you what they want the vision, you know, what do they see their organization being and why? Once we assess and we identify all those gaps and we've created a baseline, so we know where we're starting from so we can measure, we've clarified the strategy. We've got complete goals of where they want to go and metrics and how long and budgeting and everything else. Then and only then, Can we move to start developing the leadership of the organization and the teams of people that work for those leaders? Why is that so critical? Why do we have to wait to do the people development side? Why do organizations spend any time and money on developing their people? Why? Because they need what? They need them to do something differently or more of what they need them to do, right? That's the only reason why we develop these people. We need them to be able to execute on the strategy. And that requires a modification of behavior. That's what it, that's what it takes. So if we have to modify the behavior of our leaders, our teams, our salespeople, if we have to modify behavior because we want better execution of our clear strategy, because we've assessed where we're at and we know where our gaps are, would a, a seven session training with, you know, at three hours a pop, is that gonna be enough to modify behavior, to execute on strategy? No, but, but is training a component of development? Yes. So training is a tool. Just like assessments are a tool, just like coaching is a tool, just like consulting is a tool, team building is a tool. These are all tools in your toolbox that you use to modify and increase 
behavior to execute on the strategy and the goals of the organization. If you aren't clear, the leadership isn't clear about the strategy of the company, why waste a dime on people? Now some of you are going, oh, I can't believe you would say that. The reason why I say it is, is because you can't measure effectively if all the time, money, and energy that we're putting into developing our people is actually making a difference on the strategy if we aren't clear about what our strategy is. And if we assess where we've been in the very beginning, that helps even more. I'll continue to recommend different resources for you. Harvard Business Review, hbr.org. You have to pay to get their magazine and stuff, but let me tell you, there's a lot of different resources out there. This is by far my favorite go-to. I probably read two to three articles a day from HBR. This one that just came out last month says, Why Leadership Training Fails and What to Do About It. Anybody read this? Did, did you all read it before it came out? It's interesting stats. It says, Corporations are victims of the greatest training robbery. American companies spend enormous amounts of money on employee training and education. $160 billion in the United States and close to $356 billion globally in 2015 alone. But they are not getting a good return on their investment. For the most part, the learning doesn't lead to better organizational performance because people soon revert to their old ways of doing things. The problem. Companies are dumping billions of dollars into training and development programs, but their investments aren't paying off. That's the problem. Two, the reason. Six common managerial and organizational barriers prevent people from applying what they've learned, no matter how smart and motivated they are. So the solution is to create a favorable context for learning and growth. Senior executives must first attend to the organizational design, both at the very top and unit by unit clearly states leadership development, employee development is a complete waste of time if we don't start with the design of the organization. There are six bullet points here. You all can take this and read it, but six bullet points. Number one, the senior team clearly defines values in an inspiring strategic direction. Sounds like strategy work to me. Number two, after gathering candid, anonymous observation and insight from managers and employees, the team diagnosed barriers to strategy execution and learning. It then redesigns the organization's roles, responsibilities, and relationship to overcome those barriers and motivate change. Number three, day-to-day -day coaching and process consultation helps people become more effective in the new design. Number four, the organization adds training where needed. Okay, let me stop on that one. The organization adds training where needed. What does it sound like they're saying here? Training is what? It's a tool to reinforce what we set as the organizational strategy. It's a tool. It's not the end all be all. Number five, success in changing behavior is gauged using new metrics for individual and organizational performance. And number six, systems for selecting, evaluating, developing, and promoting talent are adjusted to reflect and sustain the change in organizational behavior. I have people ask me all the time, so what's the difference between 360 and you know, some of these other coaching practices that are out there, some of these other you know, training companies that I run into? 
A lot. A lot. We are in the organizational development business. And when you look at organizational development, we believe that leaders are responsible for the organization. And we develop leaders on three levels, personal leadership, team leadership, and organizational leadership. Personal leadership is things like, how do I develop trust, emotional intelligence, communication, understanding myself as a leader, what does that look like? So there's a lot of personal leadership, and there's a number of books and resources out there. Leadership and Self-Deception is one of the newest ones that came out. It's very, very good. There's a lot. Leaders, a lot of times, are the bottleneck to high performance. So it starts with personal. Second is the team. How do we create a team charter? How do we get our teams to work more effectively together? How do we run basic things like how to run effective meetings, how to harness harmful behavior, dialogue, dealing with change, all of those things that teams have to deal with. And then on the organizational leadership side, that's assessment and strategy work. Leaders are responsible for all of this. So in the simplest term, we work with leaders to help them implement this entire process. The problem is that I have found with a lot of people in our field, we feel more comfortable in the training component than we do the organizational design component. So we migrate to where the lowest hanging fruit is. Where do they have a budget? What's easy for me to deliver? And what's, you know, what can I go in and do and get paid for it? And so, unfortunately, we end up pigeonholing ourselves into the training bucket when the truth is the real money isn't in the training bucket. The real money is in being an organizational design specialist, being able to look at the organization from a whole and saying, if you want to be a high-performance organization, we've identified the gaps. We know what high-performance organizations look like and more importantly, what they don't look like, and the gray area in between. My guess is you're somewhere in that gray area, and if you agree with what we teach, this could be a good partnership. But I will not jump in and start working with your people until we assess where the organization's at, because it will do you a disservice if I don't. We have to assess where we're at, we have to create a baseline, we have to get a good picture before we start. And we have to be very clear about the strategy of the organization on two levels, business and organization. Once we have that, then I can go to work developing your leaders and your, your teams focused on execution, and you're gonna see the execution come to fruition. But if we don't know what, we're, what our target is, all the development work that I do with your people may be for not, right? One of my other favorite questions is to ask, okay, you, you want me to work with your people, that's wonderful. You have some deficiencies that you would like to hire me to help fix. Before I do that, tell me, how are you going to grade me on whether or not this work was successful or not? And they'll say, well, what do you mean? Well, you're gonna put your people in a room like this and you're gonna pay me money and you're gonna take them out of work and so how, how will I be graded on whether or not this was successful or not? And they'll say, well, at the end of the class, we usually do a feedback form 
and they fill out the feedback form that says, you know, we really enjoyed it or we got a lot out of it. You know, what do you think you're going to use? And they might give a couple of bullet points. And then, you know, would you recommend this to others? And, and then at the very bottom, they put a little smiley face and they'll say, you know, it was great. We loved it. So let me understand. You're going to grade whether or not it was worthwhile based on whether or not your participants enjoyed it or not. Yes. Okay, that is drastically different. I'm going to teach drastically different if that's the way I'm going to be graded versus you need their behaviors to change because you have strategy of your organization that's not being executed. And this strategy, the goals that are set up are not being executed because my team doesn't play well together or my leaders aren't leading effectively or my salespeople aren't selling enough or whatever these deficiencies are, if I'm being graded on did their behavior change and are the results going up, that's a drastically different delivery methodology than did they enjoy it, right? So many times when they call and say, hey, we got money in the budget for, to do training. We come in with squishy balls and group exercises and rah-rah. We make sure that we have a big buffet full of food and everything else because at the end of it, they go, that was so much fun. We drew all these pictures. We played games together. The food was awesome. It was rah-rah, high energy, big smiley face, chips great. Let's have them again next year. Right? Entertainment. <laughs> Next year, I got to come up with new jokes. I got to have better games. I, I got to have some videos to show because I'm an inner trainer. That's it. Now, if who hires me says, no, my leaders are in denial leadership, meaning they just ignore the problems. They think if I pretend like I don't see that problem employee over there, they'll just fix it themselves. They'll, they'll just kind of get it done. I need my leaders to step up and take care of those problems. That's what I need. Okay, if that's what you need, then this class is not going to be comfortable for them. Because growth isn't comfortable all the time. It's not always fun in group hugs and squishy balls. Sometimes, sometimes growth means I got to push people outside of their comfort zone and get them to do things they don't want to do and, and they may leave that class going, that was painful. I did not like that. And if you're paying me, when you hear your people say, that was painful, I did not like that, let's high five. Because you're getting your money's worth. So help me understand again, what is the purpose of me working with your people? <clears throat> to entertain them or to modify behavior tied to your strategy? Now, I may be coming across a little strong for some of y'all because you thought you signed up to be trainers. And, but let me tell you, the real money in this business is not in training. The real money in this business is building an organizational design firm that has components of training as a part of their toolbox to develop the organization that they're hiring you to build. You have to see yourself as a peer with those prospects. You have to be able to hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on to get six-figure deals instead of just, oh, you, you need some training. I, I got training. Look, here, here's my brochure. Here's everything that I do. I got an opening on my schedule. 
And the temptation is there. Let me tell you, the temptation is there. But you don't want to do it. You absolutely don't want to do it. Okay? We'll have more segments like this in the future. Let me know what you think. Email me at podcast at 360solutions.com. The High Performance Leadership Podcast is sponsored by 360 Solutions. 360 Solutions helps people start, build, and run leadership development firms. If you've ever thought of helping companies develop their leaders, see if our system is right for you. Visit 360solutions.com. You'll see a form at the top right you can fill out, and we'll get in contact with you. Again, that's 360solutions.com. Thanks for listening to the High Performance Leadership Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. Every little bit helps. Our website is hpleadershippodcast.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash hpleadershippodcast. Follow us on Twitter at hpl underscore podcast. And shoot us an email at podcast at 360solutions.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.